You're listening to the Travel Geniuses Podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode 27, and we're talking about the question that I think might be the most important thing you can ask yourself. Travel Geniuses, Christy here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Before we get into today's topic, I have a couple of little housekeeping announcements for you. And the first is super exciting. Um, you know, I like making worksheets for these podcast episodes when when it makes sense. So if there's something that maybe I'm asking you to kind of think about certain things and I give you a list of questions, or if there's a checklist involved or something, I like to have those available for you as printables so that you're not just listening to the podcast and thinking, oh, that's a good idea, but you're actually able to implement what I'm talking about and use what I'm teaching you to change your business. So I actually saw an example of why I do this um, the other day I was walking the dog and listening to a podcast and it was really, really good. And there's some really good ideas in there that I wanted to implement, but I was walking my dog. So I couldn't, um, make a list. I tried actually, I kept stopping and, and adding notes in a notepad app on my phone, but it just really wasn't practical. And I thought then like, I wish other people did worksheets and things for their podcast episodes. Cause everybody says, they have show notes and they'll tell you the links in the show notes. But the problem is those are just links to like products that they've mentioned or the guest that's on the show. And they don't really have real show notes with a list of the steps they gave you to follow in that podcast episode, which means now I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one all over again, just so that I can write down these steps that she was giving me. And I don't really have time for that. I barely have enough time to listen to the podcasts I want to listen to, let alone listen to them twice now. So anyway, that's why I like making those worksheets for you. The problem is it's starting to get really kind of a hassle for me and for you with so many of them because you need to sign up to get each one and so that means every few episodes, you're having to go on my website, enter your email address, wait for the link, you know, confirm your email address, whatever the steps are for that. It's just kind of a pain to have to do that over and over and over again. And for me, I have to make new forms for each one, make sure the links all work, make a page for the sign up, make a page for the link, all that stuff. And then it makes a mess in my email marketing system because now I have all these forms and all these different pages. It's just, I, it was just getting really out of hand. And I, I've been looking for a solution to this, but just didn't find anything I liked until now. So what I've created is a central sort of hub or membership area where you guys can log in and access all of those forms in one place. So you'll have one login. You'll only have to sign up one time. If you've signed up before, you will have to go in and um, sign up now just to get your login for the site. But once you get in there, you'll have that for good and you'll be able to access all of the downloads right there in one spot. And I've had some of the members of my Facebook group test it out and have gotten really good feedback on that. So I'm really excited about it. I think you're going to like it and it's definitely going to make things a lot easier and it'll make it easier for me to make more worksheets because I won't have to do all that work in the back end setting up all those forms and pages. It's just a simple upload, a few clicks of a button and you'll have access to it. So that's thing number one. And you can sign up for that at travelgeniuses.com 
slash members. And I will have a link in the show notes. So just go there, sign in, you'll be signing up for my newsletter, and then you'll have access to all those worksheets. The second thing I want to talk about is that book club or study group that I talked about in the last episode a little bit. I'm definitely doing it. There is still a little bit of time for you to go in and vote for your favorite book or the one you want to start with from the three that I listed on there. They are Atomic Habits, You Are a Badass at Making Money, and um, Six Months to Six Figures, which I know sounds really scammy, but it was a surprisingly really good book. Anyway, those are the three contenders. So if you still want to vote, This episode will be going live August 21st, and I'll keep voting open until um, the night of the 25th, but then I have to close it and get started working on the worksheets and training and things for that book. So if you still want to vote, go ahead and do that, and then you can sign up even if you don't want to vote. Just go ahead and put your email in there. And I will let the people on that list know first, when I open the doors, I'm only going to have them open for maybe a week. I don't want this to be a big, huge thing right now. I'm just testing it out and want to make sure the technology works, make sure, you know, the whole thing runs smoothly before I start adding a whole bunch of people. So I'm just going to leave it open for maybe a week. And I'm hoping to start around the first or second week in September. So if you're interested in that, make sure you either go vote and or just enter your email address there so that you're the first to know when I open it up. And you can do that at travelgeniuses.com slash study group. And I've had a couple questions about like, what if I don't have time, things like that. I want you guys to know I'm keeping this super, super um, a slow pace. I don't want this to be something that's going to take you hours every week. I the whole point of this is not I mean, you can go read a book on your own, right? So that's not the point. The point is not to get you through the book as quickly as possible. The point is to take the most important bits of the book, the action items and the the sort of mindset shifts or any questions you need to answer, things like that, things about your business you need to think about and make a decision on, all of that stuff. The whole purpose of this study group is to actually do those things. So I'm not going to give you a whole list. Of, it's not going to be like a 10-page workbook every week. It might just be one or two questions or one or two tasks in a week because I I want you to actually do it. I've worked with so many hundreds and hundreds of people going through courses online. And I see how it's, I I think the statistic is like one in 10 or one in five ever even finishes a course that they sign up for online. And I've seen that over and over and over again, people waste so much money on this stuff. So that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm keeping it small and easy. And we will have some accountability built into it too. So Maybe an hour a week uh, might be the most. I don't know yet because I haven't done the worksheets and things like that, but I it's really not going to be something that's going to take you a lot of time. If that's one of your concerns, that's one question I've heard quite a lot. It's not going to take a lot of time. I want this to really fit into your life and I want it to be something that you'll actually do and not just something that you feel guilty about not doing. <laughs> so, okay, that's it. No more announcements. We're done. Now let's get into the podcast episode. Now, this might end up being a shorter episode than normal, but maybe not. I might find I have more to say about this than I think right now. But this is really a simple, simple concept, and it's not um, it's not anything earth-shattering or 
complicated, but it's so, so powerful. And I don't, I don't think it's something that people really talk about a whole lot. So I'm hoping this will really help you as much as it has helped me. So I'm just going to tell you what it is. And then I'm going to explain a little bit about how I came up with it or how I used it the first few times. And then I'll give you some examples of how you can implement this in your life and your business. And I'm a little embarrassed to tell you what it is, because when I say this, you're going to think, that is so silly. Like, why is she doing a whole podcast episode about that? But just trust me, okay? Um, so this is all about asking yourself probably what I think is the most important question you can ever ask yourself if you're finding yourself stuck and not making any progress in your business. And that is, how can I do it better? Or even just how can I do it? I think that we get really stuck in making excuses a lot of times about why we can't do something instead of just trying to figure out how we can in the first place. And Marie Forleo is, I I just love her phrase and I'm super jealous about it. I wish I owned it and not her, but she says all the time, everything is figure outable. So all the things that you think are roadblocks in your way, they're not everything you can figure figure anything out. There's always a way to solve that problem and get past that roadblock. And that's basically what this is all about here. So I just want to tell you how I like discovered this and it's not like a great discovery, but how I started to see how I could use this in my life. So you can get an idea of how it will work for you. So when I was starting this podcast, I was having a really, really hard time getting any recordings done. There were a lot of people living in my house at the time. It was always busy and crazy and loud and noisy. Not only is noisy not good for recording a podcast, but I also feel really awkward recording these episodes when there are other people in the house who can hear me. And even now, uh, this is, I think, the 27th episode that I've recorded And I still will not do it if anybody's home. And the other day, my husband was outside doing yard work. And every time he would come by the window, I would stop recording because I didn't want him to hear me talking. I don't know why it's really silly. And hopefully someday I'll get over it. But it is what it is for now. So anyway, it was really hard for me to get any recordings done because there was literally no time in the day or night that the house was quiet and empty. So I started to just like, think to myself how, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. There's always somebody here. And then one day I just got sick of saying that. So I started thinking, okay, I can either keep telling myself that I can't, or I can just figure out how I can. So I had a couple of ideas. The first was there's a hotel right down the street. I was going to rent a room at the hotel just one day a month and record four episodes or so and um, get it all done in a quiet hotel room and not have to worry about it here. But I was already investing quite a bit of money in this podcast already, and it wasn't making any money either. So I didn't want to invest a couple hundred dollars a month doing that. So then I thought, well, I have a friend who's single, she doesn't have any kids. So I can just go to her house during the day once a month and record at her house. But it was kind of far away. I don't really like leaving my house. It's not that I don't like leaving my house. I just don't like it's such a hassle to pack everything up and go in a strange house and drive over there and then have to load it all back up again and bring it home. I like having all my equipment things that I need right here. I like it to be easy. That's something that I'll be talking about later too is just how important it is to have everything set up and easy to access and use so that 
it's you're taking a lot of the friction away from doing it. And that just wasn't going to cut it for me either. So I finally realized there are moments in the day when everybody's gone, but they're short moments. So it might have been, this isn't the case now, but back then, there might have been 15 or 20 minutes when somebody, like everybody was gone, like one person left, the other person hadn't got home yet. So I had these little tiny pockets. But the problem was every time they happened, they were never planned. And I wasn't ever ready to record an episode. I didn't have an outline done. I didn't whatever thing was missing, I couldn't just sit down and record it because I wasn't prepared. So I decided then that's how I was going to do it. So I made this whole plan of all the things I needed to have done in advance. And I would just have those things ready so that at those times when I had a short little 20, 30 minute window, I could sit down, I'd have my show notes, record an episode or part of one and you know, a couple times of that, and I would have one done. So that's actually how I started (laughs) those early episodes of the podcast. That's how they were done in little 15, 30 minute chunks. So what I want you to do after listening to this podcast episode is think about your business and all the areas that you're struggling in. And I'll try to pay attention to all the excuses you're making. You're too tired. You're overworked, you don't have enough money, you don't have a big enough office, you don't have an office, you have too many kids at home, it's summer, so you can't get anything done. Just try to pay attention when you start making those excuses. We all have them, we all do it. And then try to switch what you're saying to yourself and the message you're sending your brain from I can't to how can I and just try to use some creativity and come up with some creative solutions and ways that you can actually do whatever it is you're trying to do and struggling with. And if you're having a hard time, ask your spouse or a friend or a coworker, another travel agent, um, pop into the Facebook group. Uh, for Travel Geniuses and see if anybody there can help you come up with a solution to your problem. It's not always super obvious. And for me, sometimes uh, it actually can take a couple of weeks to even realize that I'm making excuses. I just experienced this recently and I some things changed in my schedule and I just felt like I didn't have any free time anymore and I just didn't have time to record the podcast episode. And it was a couple of weeks before I was like, this is silly. Like, I'm not gonna just never do it again. I have to figure out how to make it work within this new schedule in my life. So um, sometimes don't feel bad if you get stuck in this, I can't, I can't, I can't cycle, but just try to be aware. And I have a tip at the end that'll maybe help trigger that for you. So you don't spend as much time making those excuses and you make that switch sooner to figuring out solutions for yourself. Now I have a couple other scenarios when you can use this same trick that aren't necessarily just when you're stuck and making excuses where you can change. Okay, how can I How can I do that better? Or how can I do it period? And one is when you make a mistake um, in any situation, but for this podcast, we're talking about when you make a mistake with a booking, I met this travel agency owner once years ago, it's probably been 10 years at least now. And I wish I could remember her name because she was so amazing. But her office, hey, if you know who this is, have them reach out to me because I really want to talk to her again. Uh, But her office, they celebrated mistakes that were made. And I think they even had like maybe a mistake of the week or mistake of the month. Whoever made the biggest mistake got like a bottle of wine and some other stuff. But what they did with those, of course, they weren't happy that they made a mistake. But 
they turned those into opportunities to make sure those mistakes didn't happen again. So if you, one time I booked a client, oh, this was awful. Um, he had a connection in London and somehow I booked him in London one day and leaving London like 36 hours later or something like that. And we didn't catch it, neither of us, until it was way too late. So he ended up, he was totally cool about it. He just stayed in London the night with his daughter and that was fine. But when things like that happen, you need to figure out, okay, here's a mistake I made. How can I make sure that that doesn't happen again? Whether it's checklists or having somebody else look over your your bookings before you finalize them. Any mistake that you make in your business, even if it's super expensive, like crushing mistake, when you dust yourself off and get back up, ask yourself, okay, how can I do that better next time? How can I make sure that doesn't happen again? Another area in your business that you can use this in is when things change. And the biggest example, and some of you weren't even around this during this time, I wasn't even an agent then, but um, years and years and years ago, the airlines used to pay commission on their bookings. I mean, that's probably how most travel agencies made their money was on airline commissions. And then almost overnight, they all quit paying it. So it really made business hard for a lot of travel agencies. But the ones who survived are the ones who thought, okay, this has happened. They're not paying commission. How can we make this work for us or how can we survive it? So they just had to be really creative and and come up with other ways to make their money because their bulk of their income was gone overnight. Some ways that this might show up now is when airline or cruise lines and hotels sometimes cut commissions or they increase the non-commissionable fees. Uh, Facebook algorithms change. So say you're getting all your business from Facebook and then they change something and suddenly none of your clients see any of your posts and, and you're losing all your interaction with them. So all of these things that happen um, to you, you can either sit around and cry about it or you can pull yourself up and say, okay, this has happened. How can I either make it work for me or work with it or you know, work around it somehow. Um, Another example of this was the internet not so long ago when everybody was going to book on the internet. Nobody's going to use travel agents anymore. And that through that really did put a lot of agencies out of business too. the ones who survived, though, are the ones who learned to use the internet as a tool, instead of just crying about the fact that it was taking away all their easy business. And now one last example, and I'm sure there are lots of others, but one last example I'm going to give you today about how you can use this in your life and business is when you're trying to form new habits and just things that you want to do consistently every day. It could be posting to Instagram every day or something for your health, like taking a walk, um, using this, how can I, uh, question when you're struggling to build a habit can really help you get your habits to stick. And I'll give you an example from my own life recently. Um, I was talking to my coach and she said, every night I want you to write down three things that you're proud of because she noticed that I would, you know, tell her something good that I did and then just, oh, it was just luck or, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. I would, I would minimize it. So she said, every night I want you to write down three things that you did that day that you're proud of. And I've had this journal, the one minute journal, and they have you write every morning, answer a few questions, and every night answer a few questions. So I thought, okay, I'll just use that journal because I've had it for a long time, used it five or six times and never picked it up again. So 
I was trying to write that down every night in the journal, but I kept forgetting to do it or I would go to bed tired and I just didn't feel like it, whatever. I just wasn't getting it done. So I thought, okay, how can I make this easier? So I tried a few different things along the way, but what's finally been working now is in the morning when I wake up, I write in the journal and then I put it on my, underneath my pillow in my bed <laughs> so that when I go to bed, it's like right there and I can't forget to do it. And then at night, when I've done my three things I'm proud of in there, I get up, it takes a couple seconds. Sometimes I'm like tired and I don't want to walk to my office, but I just get up and I put it in my office right on my keyboard. So then first thing in the morning, I see it there and I can't forget in the morning either. And then I just repeat it the next morning. I write in it, I go take it and put it under my bed. So that's just another example of when you're trying to build a habit and it's not working, using that, how can I, how can I make this easier? How can I make it something I can't avoid, something I don't need to have any willpower to make happen? James Clear actually talks about this a bit in the book Atomic Habits, which is one of the books that um, is up for vote for the study group. And last I checked, it was in first place. Um, I haven't checked in a couple of days, but um, it is a really great, great, great book. And, you know, building those habits not only for your personal life, but in business, it just helps you get so much more done when you do that. So anyway, that's been a really big help for me there in building my habits is just thinking about, okay, how can I make it easier? How can I do this better? Okay, so I have one last tip for you regarding this. And this is just how I started to be able to build this into my weekly routine so that I didn't spend as much time in those excuses and was more quickly able to switch to how can I instead of always thinking I can't. And that is I have a journal that I use not a journal a planner. And if you're interested, I use the um, inkwell press planner and they have it's really amazing and customizable, but that's for another day. But I added a sheet at the end of every week. And at the end of every week, I ask myself, you know, what, what went well, what didn't, and what could I have done better? So basically answering the question, what did I, did I get done what I wanted to do? And if not, what could I do next week to make it more likely that I get that done? So that just really helped me make that switch from thinking, oh, I didn't record a podcast episode this week. Oh, it's because I'm so busy and nobody ever leaves the house to, okay, what could I do to help that happen next week, maybe? And just asking myself that every week, sometimes it takes like several tries to get to the thing that really clicks for me and works. But just asking myself that every week gets me there so much faster and is the trigger that gets my brain out of the excuse making and into the solution finding. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. I don't really have anything else to say. It has gotten a bit long, <laughs> actually. And I have that great new place for all the worksheets, but I don't think I'm going to make a worksheet for this one. There's just not a lot to put on it, but I will put a few notes in the show notes, like actual notes, so that you don't have to try and write any of this down. There's just going to be a couple of things to put on there. So if you want to see that and want to review what we've talked about today, you can go to travelgeniuses.com slash episode 27 and the show notes will be there. I'll have a link to that membership area if you want to go ahead and sign up for past and future worksheets. That is travelgeniuses.com slash members. And then don't forget to go um, vote for the book 
for the study group if you want to say in that if you want to learn more about habits you can go vote for atomic habits and then you can sign up to be among the first few people to be notified when i open it up for enrollment too and then one last thing i promise then i'll let you go you know i love when i hear from you guys like i adore it please keep the emails and messages coming i also love all your great reviews on itunes and i just um, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw I was like playing around on Sticker Mule, wanting to order some stickers. So I just ordered some Travel Geniuses stickers. They're just little, they're like three, not little, but they're like three inches high. And you can put them on your laptop or whatever. I don't care. But if you want one, um, leave me a review on iTunes and then just shoot me an email, Christy at TravelGeniuses.com with your name and address and then the username on iTunes that I can find your review and I will send you a sticker and for those of you who have already done it um, please go ahead and do the same thing and just let me know which review is yours and I will send you a travel geniuses sticker and I think they're pretty cool I don't have it yet but um, I just approved the proof today and they look amazing and I'm super excited to get them in my hands so that's it for this episode you guys I hope you enjoyed it I will see you next time and have a great week. <laughs>